Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Another week, another tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to the tournament podcast. Uh, I'm Nia D'Amelio. He's Trent Dozier. Mm-hmm. And you guys, oh. in an un in an unprecedented event. <laughs> it's an unprecedented crossover event. <laughs> um we are so glad to welcome um Al and Val what? trademark from D commentaries the podcast. What's up, guys? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Ooh, we did Dude, it. That's right. <laughs> Heck yeah, we- you did it. What's up, guys? Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you for, for having, having us. us. We're the same person. <laughs> okay, guys, cut it out. Guys, no, you stop cut it out. <laughs> uh, things are going great. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, we're pumped. We're so glad to be over in in your universe, in your uh, cinematic universe for for the day. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Um, if you're listening to this, um, I will be on the commentaries, the episode that's coming out tomorrow. Um, um, and so we're doing a little. It's gonna be a whole week where we're just in each other's. It's kind of it's kind of like ABC where they have Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy like coincide all week. That's right. Uh That's exactly Mm -hmm. this is this is a Dick Wolf production. Um, All the all the Chicago shows are intertwining. (laughs) Yeah, it's the big scandal and how to get away with murder crossover (laughs) mid season. Exactly. so yeah, so we're we're doing a whole deep commentaries. Well, week. if you're if you're an attorney at Pod, yeah, at a minimum, at some point you've heard you've at heard a the minimum, trailer, the deep commentaries trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. you've heard Val and Al. Mm-hmm. We have Unless existed in other universes before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but now this is a this is the the Trident Cinematic Universe coming together. Woo! This is Reforming. Val's dream come true. I know. There's a multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten into the multiverse game. I know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Al notoriously Allie, I, I, is not a Marvel yeah. person. <laughs> Allie always says on D commentaries, in fact, that she... You have, like, a list, right, of, like, famous films you've never watched or whatever, like, a running gag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we did play a game in one of our episodes called Have You Seen? And Val asked yes. me uh, uh, questions <laughs> of, have you seen this movie? And most of the time, my answer was no. And the list was so yeah. long that I literally had to cut most of it out and make a bonus episode <laughs> that was just Have You Seen? Well, guess what, Allie? I've also not seen all the Marvel movies. Thank you, Nia. I stand with you in solidarity. (laughs) (laughs) But I have seen Star Wars, and I know you haven't, and... That is true. Nia knows me better Um, than I know myself. (laughs) (laughs) I listen to the pod. It's true. Um, All right. So this week... um, so something that D commentaries does mm-hmm. on their show, mm-hmm. um, they like to play games. They always have like a fun little game, like that one that they make up. Um, but they're, I would say like running game, mm-hmm. I guess maybe, mm-hmm. um, is that they have a, uh, decom bingo card. Mm-hmm. And wow. It just occurred to me that if you don't want to know what a decom is, <laughs> it's a Disney channel original movie. Did yeah. we say that? We didn't. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, so their show's but, but about I will, Disney Channel. But I will movies. say, I will say, if you've heard the decom trailers, they explain what a decom is in the right. decom trailer. Right, that's true. You know what? We'll put it at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, just like Devin put our yeah <laughs> double whammy. Exactly. So, um, but they have a decom bingo card, and they do. There's like different categories. It's like 
Do the parents not understand the kids? Is there a fish out of water situation? <laughs> yeah, like classic sort of plot points. All the Was stuff there that bad happened. CGI? Yeah. The thing about DCOMs is that they're a little formulaic. Not a bad thing. But that allows no. for us to play some pretty good bingo. And we get a lot of bingos yeah. as a result. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the squares mm-hmm. that um, I know they'll be updating with the era as time goes on is like, is this actor in the movie? And like, if you're a DCOM fan, then you know sort of the DCOM family yeah. of family of actors. Yeah. Um, and so that is what we are breaking down this week. Mm-hmm. We're asking which first era DCOM actor is the best First era decom actor. Now, as always, best is subjective, and I feel like while that is always the case, it is especially true for this week because, like, there's no way to properly like put these people against each other. Like, to me, it like doesn't make sense. But that's the whole point of our show is that it doesn't always make sense. It's just for fun. So. It's gonna be chill. Yeah, we all had fun. That's the goal for this podcast. Yeah, that's actually (laughs) uh, Disney Channel's like tagline is like, "We're here to have fun," you know. (laughs) Yeah, with like wide eyes. We're here to have. We're here fun to have fun. (laughs) You guys can't see Allie, but I'm terrified. She's a haunted doll. (laughs) Is what she's doing. That would make a good decom. Full. Haunted doll. Haunted. Yeah, that's one of the bingo squares. Is there a haunted doll? Yeah. Um, all right. So, so that's what we're doing, and we we took the list that of actors that's in their bingo square, and then also added a couple in for yeah, because there weren't numerical purposes. You guys know we always struggle with the bracket number. Sometimes we really want to talk about stuff, and it's like a list of thirteen, and we're like, Ugh. can't do it. What are we gonna do? But luckily. Actors never run out. Um, so we added some actors. We actually cut an actor, but we'll get into that now. Um, I well, think... should I go through the cut list first? <laughs> Is it just one the person? The cut yeah. list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always, we always say who, who got cut, so go ahead, Trent. Why don't Here's you... who didn't make the cut. Matthew Lawrence. All right. Yeah. He's That's brutal dead. for a reason that we... <laughs> Bells R.I.P. He's not dead. No, he's dead to us right now. He is dead to he's us. He's dead to us. Yeah. That's right. He's dead to us. And that that's a brutal cut for reasons that will become very clear very soon. Yeah. Yes. Here are the eight DCOM First Era actors who are in the tournament from eight to one. We will reveal them now, and then we will discuss with Val and Al how they got their seeds. Here we go. They are. The eight-seeded Brandon Baker, the seven-seeded Adam Wiley, the six-seeded Joey Lawrence, the five-seeded Andy Lawrence, the four-seeded Eric Von Detten, the three-seeded Ryan Merriman, the two-seeded Kirsten Storms, and the number one seed, it's the KJB, Kimberly J. Brown. Yes. So obviously Matthew Lawrence a brutal cut because his two other brothers did make the yeah. list. <laughs> but to be fair, in the we've watched 16 decoms so far. We're doing them in chronological order and he has been in mm-hmm. exactly 5 seconds of those entire uh, minutes of movies that we have watched. So I feel yeah. like Ma- it's Matthew fair. is the he's the middle of the Lawrence brothers yes, I believe. That's mm-hmm. right. I think he was He's the one in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And also um, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Which I think yes. is why he wasn't in these, because he was busy doing Boy Meets World. He is Brutal. the hottest Lawrence brother. I would agree. The hotter hands were. Thank you. Interesting. He's hot. I think Joey is I also th- hot. I agree with Val. I was going to say Joey for me. I'm not saying they're not all hot because No, I, Andy is not hot. Andy is not hot. Sorry, Andy. Don't do Okay, Andy? whatever. I we'll, do not look up we'll a current picture. And we'll be talking about the other me soon. What, Allie? <laughs> so do not look up a current picture of Andy Lawrence. Whatever you do, I don't I plan on this. It looks like uh he is he is the reverse of um his eyes are the reverse of possessed doll Allie. 
his eyes are like <laughs> sunken into the back of his head. Allie is a possessed doll was beautiful. Yeah, that's what I'm she saying. She remains that's what I'm beautiful, saying. but that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I know. I'm agreeing with you. Joey Lawrence was like uh, kind of melting. <laughs> Andy Lawrence. Andy, Andy. I mean Andy. I mean Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, Joey is right, like cut, Joey's cut hot. Diamond. Yeah. yeah. He's like yeah. hot so, so beyond so beyond the Lawrence brothers, we asked Allie and Val, since they were the experts on the DCOMs, to rank the actors. So yeah. how did you come up with this particular seating? Well, we started with the number of DCOMs in this era that they had been in or that like a reasonable that, place to start. Yeah. That are coming up. Like if we haven't watched it yet, that are still like coming up soonish. Right. So like mm-hmm. there, there's some total of movies and then, uh, and then it was like a little, I don't know, Al, what was your sort of thought process with the rest of it? Yeah. So it definitely was order of movies. And then it kind of turned into like popularity of, of the mm-hmm. movie they were in. So it's also mm-hmm. number of mm-hmm. movie and, how well known is the decom that you were in? Because there is yeah. a controversial higher seed person who wasn't in a lot, but is very well known. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I I have to say that I think in theory that 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 specific person is controversial. But I gotta say, to me, when I think of of decoms, the top four are the four people that I think of. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you nailed it. Plus, wow. also, maybe I'm indoctrinated because I listen to the podcast. <laughs> therefore, I only think of these people on the bingo card. But but that is but that's who I think of is Kirsten Storms, Kimberly J. Brown, Ryan Merriman, and my boy EVD. Lots of initials going on. There. EVD, KJB. You know. You know him. You love him. Rymai. Rymai, please. K-Storms. <laughs> Oh, I can't oh wait to call him Rymai whenever uh, Luck of the Irish comes up. <laughs> yeah. And your boy Rymai back your in Rymai. the court. Um, okay. So, uh, so that's, so that, I love that because as you, as the attorneys at Pod know, we go through a painstaking scientific um, metrics yeah. for, yeah. for every bracket we do. And you guys did the same. So we, we, Really, thank you for respecting. We yes. would give you nothing less. Yeah, you just I wouldn't expect you to. Thank you so much. Um. So yeah. So should we break it down now? Break it down now. Uh. Okay. Great. We'll start on the left side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. The two matchups on the left side will be the number one seeded KJB Kimberly J Brown versus the eight seeded Brandon Baker and the four seeded EVD Eric Von Detten. <laughs> Versus the five-seated Andy Lawrence. So we'll start with KJB, mm-hmm. my girl, <laughs> versus Brandon Baker, who is Johnny I, Tsunami. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say, say I we, should we should clarify yeah. <laughs> who Brandon Baker is. I think we should clarify who everyone is. That's true. Like, just in case. Yes, probably just, yes. Yeah, just in case you don't know, Kimberly J. Brown is in the Halloween Town franchise of the DCOM universe. Mm-hmm. She is... Mm-hmm. Uh, Marnie, I believe, is her character's mm-hmm. name, uh, and mm-hmm. she's the lead in that. She plays uh, Debbie Reynolds' granddaughter, <clears throat> and I feel mm-hmm. like Halloween Town is like the the movie that gets played the most on mm-hmm. uh, on Disney Channel. It's like pretty much because it's seasonal. It's ho- It's like yeah. associated with a holiday, so it gets played a lot. So that's who Kimberly mm-hmm. J. Brown well, is, and also I should say she has a pretty big presence on TikTok. She's she does v popular, uh, and she's dating. Correct me if I'm wrong. She's dating somebody from Halloween Town. I she, think they're yeah they're married. married. They're married. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the headless guy. No. <laughs> she's married. That guy without to, a head. She's married to Calabar's son from Halloween Town Two. So her love Calabar's interest Lynch. in Halloween Town Two, she is married to. Wow. Mm-hmm. Effed up. Not true. That's amazing. <laughs> she is also in a formative decom for me because I come from a family of four. So we were short. We were on the short end. You're going to bring up Quince? I'm going to bring up Quince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Quince is great. Yes. And I got yes, it. she was in Quince, which is why she's 
seeded number one because not only is she in the most popular franchise at, of DCOMs, but she's also in the most DCOMs out of yeah. anyone. Yeah. 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 She deserves the top spot. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. And she she is in the... I know, I've seen her on TikTok. I'm a big talker. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, she is popular. So I feel like she's, I mean, she's the number one seed for a reason. I feel like she's got a good shot at advancing. But I will say that when I think of DCOMs, I think of the Johnny Tsunami poster. Mm. I'm not sure that I've ever seen Johnny Tsunami. Really? Hand hand to the sky. What? But like, there are certain, also, I've never seen Brink. Please don't yell at me. But like, I think those posters. Trent just had everybody... a heart attack. <laughs> They're breaking up. They're breaking up right here, right now. This is it. This is the end. Oh my god! Sorry, you're not going to get a result. Listen, here's the thing, though. Like, and I listen to your podcast, so uh, even if I don't watch the movies, I you do still get to listen. know the plot. Um, <laughs> I know. I've been to Spoiler City and back. Um, so. Brandon Baker, though, I really do feel like like you saying about <clears throat> EVD or Rymai, like he is that uh, a face to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like since I haven't seen the movie, that really says something. But you guys have seen Johnny Tsunami, in fact, have done an episode about Johnny Tsunami. So I'm the least qualified person to make this assessment. But I do feel like he's going to get some votes. Am I wrong? Oh, I that? think certainly. Definitely he will get votes. Johnny Tsunami is a classic, like, among my favorites as well. I mean, he'll definitely get votes. Now, having done our episode, I personally was not super impressed with his acting. So so I will, if I were, I don't, are we allowed to vote in this? I don't know if we're allowed to vote in this, but. You are allowed to vote. You are. Guests have voted. Yeah. I I won't vote. We don't. I know you don't. I wasn't sure if we also were supposed to abstain from voting, but. Uh, if no, I, please vote. If I were to vote, I think I would probably not vote for him just because uh, I He's bad. He is a bad actor. He's a bad actor. He's a bad actor. <laughs> I'm he trying to bad. be nice, but yeah, he's a bad actor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking. Well, that, you know, typically uh, child actors are typically bad actors. <laughs> um, so I'm not surprised that there's a couple bad actors. I don't know. You didn't see my sixth grade here. talent show. <laughs> or me and Annie in Did sixth you? grade. That's, yeah. It's more of a talent. It was a talent show. Okay, I emceed, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's MCL. always an act. <laughs> MCL. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, well, I, are we all taking KJB? I'm taking KJB, yeah, but taking- Brandon Baker, I don't think will go unscathed. I think he will get a few votes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. Okay. Strictly um, for the people also- who are like, I don't like Halloween Town, I like Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, two very different demographics, I think. I agree. Also, <clears throat> also movies that both got sequels. I mean, there's three Halloween Towns, I think, but Johnny Tsunami had a sequel there's, also. Yes. There's four Halloween Towns? There's four, four but they recast her in the fourth. There's three there's Halloween three. Towns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the Home Alones. Once it stops being yeah. Macaulay Culkin, it's not Home Alone anymore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so we're all taking KJB then. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who will she face? Will it be the four-seated Eric Von Denton or the five-seated? Here comes a conversation. Andrew Lawrence. <laughs> this is now. Tough. You're saying, you're saying, you're saying that Eric putting, is the controversial. Putting Eric Von Denton fourth is controversial because he was only in one decom, but the decom he was in was Brink, and you got to be stupid to not have seen Brink. <laughs> Am I right? I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> It's, it is iconic. It is my favorite decom. Wow. Yeah. And uh, at least it was going into all of this. But I still, I think I would still say it's definitely up there, if not my still my favorite. Because um, I think the message is good. I think the acting is good. Uh, I think uh, it's fun. It's a fun, like, premise uh, of a movie. And he was born to play that guy. Like he was born yes. to play yeah, for sure. Andy, Andy Brinker. Brinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was. Yeah, so that's why he's higher seated because it's the most pop. Like it's among the most, if not the most popular decom. Like Halloween Town would give it a run for its money, but otherwise, I think it's the the top of the classic mm-hmm. era, at least. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, High School Musical is definitely the most popular decom. Yeah. We'll see it in three years. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, we're going to be doing this. Like, like... I'm going to have, like, first grade children. We're still going to be making this podcast. (laughs) I'm still going to be alone. (laughs) Life has many, many paths. Listen, Allie, you just got to get your soul out of that porcelain doll, and then you'll be able to find (laughs) love. This is why I haven't been able to find a boyfriend yet, is because I'm stuck in this doll. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> It'll be much easier once. And your then soul the men escapes. who like dolls are a different kind of man who I don't want. <laughs> no, Allie, no. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny, dude. I. Oh man, that's. I'm thinking about a lot right now. Yeah. Um. Well, in that case, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Andy Lawrence. Okay. Okay. Andy Lawrence <laughs> is actually to me, um the Lawrence brother that I most associate with DCOMs. Oh, yeah. And that is because of his performance in The Other Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Andy, Andy's face. There's a scene in The Other Me, and I haven't seen it since I was a child, so I don't really remember the plot that well, but, like, there's a scene where he's, like, soaking wet. Like, he's just been, like birthed and it's like so gross am i making this up i don't remember i think i think this is oh this just gave me shivers down my spine this is remind i haven't seen it in a long time but you're yeah yes is the other me the one where he's got a robot of himself no it's like an an alien or something what is it or an alien he's like not a human being but he it's him it's him twice they're doing like the Lindsay lohan in parent trap yeah parent trap Yeah, except for Dennis like, Quaid is isn't a... in this one. Correct, that is correct. <laughs> yeah. That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only. That's difference. the only difference. <laughs> he, but like he, I think it is like a he's somehow like a science project, and yeah. so he's like yeah. birthed from like he's like primordial. He's very much he, you know, yeah, the one the right. real Andy is like yeah, 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 and then the the whatever Andy is like. I am Andy Lawrence. He just... I have to talk his, like this because like, I am a robot or an alien. Listen, I hate to say this about Andy Lawrence, but, like, he has the face of an alien. And so, like, his face sticks out in my mind. Yes, the eyes. Allie is pointing to her porcelain doll eyes. <laughs> and, yes, he has those those eyes. And I just feel like of all the Lawrence brothers, he is the most decom to me. Oh, yeah. I think... I would take Eric over Andy, but I, it depends on how you vote. Like because we don't specify what the question means, it's gonna depend. It's gonna depend on the voters here. Yeah, what does Andy, best mean to you? Right, because mm-hmm. Andy was also in Horse Sense, and then that's right. Um, uh, the sequel to Horse Sense, which I, the name Ship, is Shipwreck, something like that. So, some kind Horse of Horse Uncommon Sense. Uh, it's something on a like cruise ship. Yeah, it, no, it, not a cru- dollars. Hold on, I, I got it. A- Hold on, it's it's not a cruise ship. It's um, is it flushed like a- away? No, hold on, hold on one second. That was a joke because flushed away is a cartoon. <laughs> I know, but I can't bit and look got things her. up at the same time. Got her, got her. Um, Val. Jumping, jumping ship, at- jumping, jumping ship. ship, jumping ship. Yeah, so he's in. Which is a sequel to Horse Sense, but Matthew Lawrence is in that one. But we haven't done that one yet, so, you know. He... Is Joey Lawrence also in that oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Joey and Andy are in and Horse Andy Sense. And Andy are in Horse together. Sense. Together. Um, and Which Matthew... is really good. Yeah, Horse Sense is good. We watched that mm-hmm. one together. That was the only one so far that Al and I have We didn't actually... talk the whole time. I know, because we were both trying to save all of our comments <laughs> for the podcast. We were like, let's hang out, watch a movie. <laughs> also also we had spent like an hour perfecting a a dance from, from smart, smart house. house so the we smart were house like, dance smart i've house seen dance. it we were exhausted and sweaty also on top of trying yeah. to like preserve our initial thoughts for the podcast so it was the a very <laughs> quiet somber <laughs> viewing yeah of if you sense. if you're listening to this and you haven't seen this yet do yourself a favor Go to the D commentaries TikTok and watch the Smart House dance <laughs> that Val and Al do. <laughs> I was so proud of myself because I am not good at remembering dance moves. So <laughs> Val killed it, and she was so proud she of did. herself every 
time. Yeah, those celebrations were real. <laughs> there's there's a number of celebrations and they were all authentic. But yeah, so he so yeah, it depends getting back to what we're talking about. It does depend on like what your definition of best is, right? Cuz Andy has been in a lot of decoms. He is very much represents decoms, but Eric is like the face of the decom. Um so Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I would probably I think take of Eric. Eric Von Denton. Yeah, I think of Eric Von Denton as uh, Princess Mia's Brink. Princess Mia's love interest mm-hmm. in the Princess Diaries. See, I don't think. About and I that. feel like <laughs> because I haven't seen Brink, that's like the only thing I'd ever seen him in. Yeah, and didn't even realize he was in a decom. I didn't know his name was Eric Von Denton until probably fifteen years after Brink. Just thought his God-given name was Brink the whole time. <laughs> Starring Brink as Brink. He's so in character. <laughs> He's so yeah. method. He lives the Brink lifestyle. He does. I'm I'm gonna you know what? I can't remember if I already made an official prediction on this. I'm gonna choose Andy Lawrence. Wow. wow. All right. I hope you're right. But I'm gonna vote for Eric Von Detten just because he's hotter. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oops. Yes, even with that. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Elsa shallow. <laughs> even with that greasy, stringy hair <laughs> straight it's out of a so gross. helmet. I still Yeah, but then you look at oh, Andy Lawrence hot. and you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at a I was just looking at another picture of Andy Lawrence. He looks like a combination of current Brendan Fraser and and yes but also but also harry potter but not daniel radcliffe but like the animated harry potter on the books he's a combination of he's a combination of a boy and a man yeah and it he got the worst of everything (laughs) andy if you're listening we're thinking of you we're so sorry (laughs) we're thinking of you (laughs) thoughts and prayers God. Okay, so do we think do we think Eric Von Detten, aka Brink, or Andy Lawrence, do we think either of them are capable of beating Kimberly J. Brown? I don't. No. No. Personally. Unless you're voting exclusively either. on hotness. No. Uh KJB's hot. Oh, she's hot, but I think Brink is hotter. Yeah, sure. Brink's the Just hottest. Superficially. Person in I think KJB's hot. She can get it. <laughs> In case she ever hears Yeah, you this. know what she can get? She can get she can get 15 years of being an only child. And then all of a sudden, she got five siblings. <laughs> How's she going to manage? How's she going to manage? That's the oh, byline no. of the movie. How is she going to manage? <laughs> okay, so we're taking Kimberly J. Brown all the way to the finals. Yes. We move to the right side of the bracket. The two matchups are the two-seated Kirsten Storms versus the seven-seated Adam Wiley. And the three-seeded Ryan Merriman versus the six-seeded Joey Lawrence. We start on the top with Kirsten Storms, a.k.a. Zenon. I'm going to stop you really quick. Please. It's Kirsten. Kirsten. What was I saying? Kirsten. (laughs) Trent's having another heart attack. (laughs) See, the problem is, to me, Eric Von Denton just is Brink. and Her name is Zenon. Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah, her name is Xenon. Yeah. Like Kirsten Dunst. Xenon Storms. Right. (laughs) Which actually works really well. That's definitely a name. Um, Wait, so what's correct? Kirsten? Kirsten. Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten. Kirsten. Just call her Xenon. Kirsten. We called... So Kirsten Storms. Miss Storms. Versus Adam Wiley. Yes. Um, Yes, as we said, Kirsten is Xenon. Adam Wiley is in Under Wraps and uh, The Worm one? Can of Worms. Or am I getting yes. a second? Yes. Can of Worms. Can of Worms, yes. Um, and he plays, like, the best friend in both uh, Under Wraps, right? In both, mm-hmm. Oh, in both yeah, of them. In both movies, yes. In Under Wraps, oh, he's uh, got a bigger role, and he's, like, mm. the comedic relief, and he's, like, the, mm-hmm. the nervous kid who's like, I don't know if we should do this, um, but he has, yeah. like, his own arc. Um, and he's he's fun in that, and then he plays more of like a like a straight man in Can of Worms, which is the worst movie role. I've ever seen. Yeah, and Can of Worms is just I think they, I don't I think they needed a straight man because it's just pure nonsense and like manic insanity the entire movie, 
and mm-hmm. like he's fine, but like there's nothing for him to do in in that movie. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. we wanted to include him because he is like in the OG decom. Uh, yeah, and uh, and he's in multiple decons, and he also has a pretty big presence on TikTok as well. So he's he's made a he's a, actually a close up magician, uh, and he which tracks and he does a hundred percent tracks. Yep, yep, and so he does magic on TikTok. Maybe I've seen him and not realized it was him. Maybe now that I think about it. And he's really nice. I think he responded to one of my comments before. I think I had commented like, loved you on Can of Worms, and he had been like, thanks. And I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> um, so just like, we like nice people. Yeah. And Val said earlier, so I don't know if this is true from my rankings, so every uh, movie we watch, I give it a number ranking. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, one of my favorite rewatches so far has been Under Wraps. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is a really good movie. We started off strong, and I think it honestly, like, I don't even know what my top decom is, but like, Under Wraps is probably up in like top one, two, or wow. three. Wow, mm-hmm. it's great. From from what I remember about it, watching it when I was younger, it was one of my favorite. Like, I feel like that I was never. <laughs> I was never a Halloween Town person either. Um, okay, whatever. <laughs> but I feel like the number, like, if, and as far as like Halloween mo- movies goes, it was like Under Wraps and the Scream Team are like mm. the ones that I used to watch all the time on Disney Channel. I was a big Phantom of the Megaplex guy. <gasps> That's coming up. Mm-hmm. That's coming up it in a few months. Up. Can't wait. <laughs> and let me just say, let me just say now, just to shift over to Kirsten Storms for a second. Xenon. I, I also never liked Xenon, and so I never watched it either. The Whoa. weirdest thing about this bracket is that I didn't like a lot of these movies that these people were in, but I know they're important. I have a question. So, Nia, I think yeah. you're the youngest person here. Okay. And I'm wondering if that might have anything to do with it because i um because i was literally the exact age of these kids in this era of decoms so like these were my people right uh and so like i haven't seen a lot of the, the more like the newer ones i've obviously seen high school musical but i haven't really seen most of the other like newer ones but like i would pro i assume that someone who like was the right age when those ones came out thinks those are the best ones right or like relates to them more so do you think that that could be a factor i think that probably is a factor i'll say that smart house is like if it's not my favorite it's in my top three okay but i feel like my my era of decoms like the decoms i watched the most were miracle and lane two spoiler uh for tomorrow (laughs) um uh, True Confessions, and then mm. probably my most watched decom and my like it is such a guilty pleasure of mine is Pixel Perfect, uh, what which a had great Ricky Ullman in it, who was like my crush when I was like in third grade. I've wow. never seen True Confessions or Pixel Perfect. Pixel Perfect is really that good. Hurts. I don't. Pixel I don't Perfect know if I. So- I don't know if I remember True Confessions, but I'm sure I will once we watch it. Nia, what year were you born? 1994. I was born in 93. Yeah, but we have the same discussion about you sometimes on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Allie's like, it applies. It is the same. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited to get to the later decoms because there are a few later ones that came out in like the the late 2000s and even 2010s. Like I've seen The Descendants and like that shit slaps. And I'm so excited Mm. to to watch those with Val. And speaking her children, mm-hmm. when we yeah, get my, there. <laughs> my toddlers. Yeah. Spe- speaking of uh, new decoms, uh, Under Wraps, in case you want to go and watch it, the original Under yeah. Wraps is not on Disney Plus because they just made a new Under Wraps that mm-hmm. literally came out like this week. So, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. So they basically like scrapped the old one. And put out this new one. And I, I have nothing against the new one. I haven't seen it. But the old one is great. And it really is a shame. But you can watch it on Amazon Prime. So 
that it's it, it's accessible there. Ania's upset because she doesn't like Amazon. <laughs> I am staunchly anti-Amazon famously. Um, but Under Wraps original is good. I won't be watching the new one. Wow. You, Under you can Wraps watch was it with the first decom, right? Years. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say, Trent? <laughs> Under Wraps was the first decom? Yes. So this, Under Wraps was your first episode. And you guys... At the end of that episode, didn't you talk about how they were making this new one? Yes. Wow. And now it's finally here. And now yeah. it's here. That was March. I think, mm-hmm. I honestly, this is crazy. You know what? You know, we listened to that episode together mm-hmm. driving back from LA to Northern California while we were looking at apartments. Mm-hmm. It's wow. true. It's crazy. Wow. And now we're all here. We're- <laughs> and now wow. we're all here. Um, Started from the bottom, now we're here just like Xenon. Yeah, let's shift over to Xenon um, because I never watched Xenon. Uh, Why? I don't know. I just didn't get I don't know. I I don't know. Like, truly is the answer. Um, I think I tried once and I was like, I don't. Something that Trent knows about me. And, like, of course, as soon as I say this, anybody can poke holes in this. So I say it with a grain of salt. But... I have a tough time with movies that are like fantasy movies. So something that takes place in space, even though I said that I just watched Star Wars, like I like Star Wars, that to me like doesn't take place in space. But like the ones that I mentioned, like True Confessions and Miracle in Lane 2 is based on a real story. True Confessions is like a drama. Uh, Pixel Perfect, obviously not real, but takes place in like real life. Um... I just can't, I don't know, I couldn't wrap my head around the space thing. But that's my problem. Mia is what is known as a hater. It is not about me being a hater. I am a hater, but that's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah, but they're not, Xenon, they're just normal kids doing kid stuff, but they live in space. Okay, you right. guys talk about Xenon. Z- yeah, Xenon is basically a, a girl who lives on a space station and then... And, and this is in the future when uh, there's people who have just lived their entire lifetimes on space stations, but people still live on Earth. Uh, and so it's like what people in the late 90s thought the future would be, which is basically just the coolest stuff from the late 90s. Um, but it's fun. It's like it's yeah, it's like basically tween problems, but with like a map of uh, like futurism over it. But like. Yeah. They, they do normal, like, tween things. They act very adult, which, like, I don't know if that has anything to do with it being futuristic. But, like, they go on, like, like dates to restaurants. And, and <laughs> Val is so you gung-ho about hating children who go on adult dates. I don't Her children are just, not, will not be able to date until it is, college. To me, it is less realistic that... Uh, they went on a date, just the two of them, to a restaurant and that he paid for it when they were 13 years old than the fact that she lived on a space station for for her mm-hmm. whole life. That's what that's my issue. I don't dislike it. I don't hate it. I think it's cute. I like the kid from Everwood who she's got a crush on, who takes her on these dates, who takes her on a horseback riding date later in the movie. <laughs> There's a lot of dates. Is it a real horse? Oh, yeah. They're on horses. Real horses. Yeah. In space. No, 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 no. Horses. Not in space. In space. No, 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 she goes to Earth. No, she, oh, no okay. that would have made spends, it so much better. Oh my god, yeah. She spends two thirds of the movie on Earth because she gets punished. Oh, I and see. Sent she gets Earth. grounded, literally. Literally. Okay. It's it's actually kind of now that we're talking about it, it's Thor. It's the plot of Thor. It. Oh well, you know I've seen Thor. It, I've seen and Thor. And Xenon is Thor. Wait, Allie has only seen Thor. <laughs> She gets punished. She has to go live on Earth. That- Thor has to live on Earth. And then she proves herself worthy of space. And she and it's like it is kind of like that because the whole thing is like she's kind of selfish and she learns to think about others. Holy crap. I forgot that Protozoa <laughs> was in Thor. <laughs> so here's the cue that I have for everybody. Yeah. What about Kirsten Storms as Xenon or a DCOM legend? Like, to me, even though I haven't seen Xenon, she is, like, more... She's also in Johnny Tsunami. Oh, is she? Yeah. 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 Cool. 
I feel like she is actually more like, if I'm going to think about a girl from this era who was in DCOMs, I think of her before I think of Kimberly Whoa. J. Brown. Wow. Wow. Just because, like, I can see the poster where she's, like, got the pigtails and she's, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Her arms are crossed. They're she's very like, similar. Both of them had three movies in their perspective zones and, like, one extra movie where, like, mm-hmm. Kirsten Storms wasn't the lead, but she was in an extra movie, Johnny Tsunami, and Kimberly, Kimberly J. Brown was in Quint. So they kind mm-hmm. of are equal, which is why they kind of sat one, two for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think in Val and I's heads – and in terms of relevance still today, we put KGB in that one spot compared to the two. Yeah. 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 But I think she, I mean, Kirsten Storms uh, is great as Xenon. Like she, she is iconic in that role. Like I think that like, it's not to say Kimberly J. Brown's Marnie is not iconic, but I think it's different. Like Xenon uh, is a very like specific personality like she has this really Mm -hmm. big really like infectious uh personality where she kind of like takes up all the space in a room um and even as like a tween uh Kirsten Storms did a really good job with that character and I think she shows range because in Johnny Tsunami she plays the total opposite like she's very quiet and like reserved and kind of a goody two shoes. And it's like, it's literally the complete polar opposite character. So in that regard, she's pretty impressive. I, I haven't, we haven't rewatched Quince, so I can't remember uh, like what KJB's range is, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. the, I can speak to Kirsten Storms's range. And I think it's pretty, pretty wide, pretty good. KJB's just trying to figure out what she's going to do with all these babies. <laughs> How's she gonna manage? Um, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Kirsten Storms. I for think sure. I think that's a pretty yeah. easy for sure. I wish twice. I wish I could I I want to be the one person to take Adam Wiley. Do it, do it. I'm do gonna it. take the underdog here. No I one else will vote be. for him because they're gonna be like who? But like I just think he's so great that I want to pick him. He is great. He's so, he great. so great. His arc in uh, Under Wraps is the best. Yeah, arc. Oh, sure. Love that. The final opening round matchup, the three-seeded Ryan Merriman versus the six-seeded Joey Lawrence. Speaking of the smart house dance, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Rai Mai. Yeah. Ryan Mai is, to me, the decom boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I... I know you guys talk about this on the pod. I don't know if I had a crush on him <clears throat> or not. I feel like if I did, it would have been him and Luck of the Irish because he's a lot younger in Smart House. But I think, you know, the spiked hair was... Come on. That's what I was loving when I was six. So, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, I'm sure I did think he was cute or whatever. But he... He is like decom to me. Mm-hmm. He, I love him. Mm-hmm. That's all. I don't know what else to say. I I agree. I obviously I love Brink. I love Eric Von Detten. Ryan Merriman to me is the number one decom boy. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I would agree with that. Decom boy. <laughs> yeah, I think the public would agree with you too because I actually went to to Disney World and I <clears throat> walked around and asked people what their favorite. Decom was. I didn't ask them who their favorite actor was, but more people said either Smart House or Luck of the Irish than any other uh, decom. So I believe that. I think yeah. you're right. I think you're right. I know that you guys did Smart House, and I just want to talk about it for a second because I do feel like it sort of like rises above in this way that you know, like I don't know why it does. Like I, I to me, when... okay, so. That's definitely a possibility. <laughs> I think to me, I loved Smart House as a kid because I wished I lived in the Smart House. Yeah. Mm. And so it was like a nice fantasy for me, maybe. You wanted to live in the Smart House pre-Katie Seagal going crazy and wanting to kill everybody who lived in the Smart House. Right. <laughs> I like remember when she sucks <clears throat> all the things in the carpet. Yeah. I was like, I want that. <laughs> I feel Fair. like that's why it stuck out to me, but I don't know, like, what is the universal appeal of Smart House? I have a theory. Mm-hmm. So oh. lay it on me. It's a little bit of a long walk, but I'll try and make it quick. So I took a screenwriting class in grad school that was all about Pixar and Pixar storytelling 
uh, ability, which I know you guys have done a Pixar episode, so we're we're right in line. Um, Ratatouille. And, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Al's favorite. <laughs> Al's, Al needs to be on every podcast on the Trident Network and tell them that her favorite Pixar <laughs> movie is Ratatouille. This is her third, so <laughs> working our way through. Number two um, is Cars. <laughs> I remember yeah. you saying that on whatever decom you said that on. Yeah. And on Disney Adult. She also made sure Devin knew as well. Um, anyway, so uh, uh, the th- one of the things that we talked about in that class was that Pixar is really good at getting all the quadrants in terms of like, um, like, pair, like, but all like genders and all ages. So they can like mm. reach like everyone mm. with one mm-hmm. story with one movie mm. i know where you're going with this yeah and i think that of all the decoms in this era this movie has the most relatable and fully fleshed out characters that represent every single one of those boxes right because mm-hmm. like we don't just have the one kid and maybe like a sibling we see one time we have two fully fleshed out siblings and then we mm-hmm. have the dad who is in my opinion the best dad up to like the point that we've gotten it hot. to at least hot and cool very hot um and uh, 90s tie mm-hmm. yes great all around great dad and we also get uh two moms two mom characters who are both cool in and interesting and fun to watch in different ways so like, I think that the movie, like, it's, of course, there's the cool stuff about the smart house and, like, it's just a fun movie. But also, there's, like, someone who everyone can identify with. And they don't, like, shy away from difficult conversations. So, like, there are adult conversations in this movie. And there's, like, adults mm-hmm. going on a date. And there's, like, you know what I mean? So, like, it's not just, like, kids dealing with, like, teen problems or whatever. It's, like, everybody yeah. is represented. That's yeah, it's theory. a family affair. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good theory. I agree. Thanks. Thanks for indulging me on my question. Um, and also Katie Seagal. Yeah, and also Katie and Seagal. Katie Seagal. Um, but let's let's discuss Joey Lawrence. He, sure. I feel like, and tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like Joey Lawrence is the Lawrence brother who has kind of had the most longevity in terms of like an acting career. Yeah. Yeah, he was recently on a sitcom with... Um, Oh. Clarissa. Yes. Fuck. Um, Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Yeah. MJH. <laughs> Funny that you said Clarissa and not Sabrina. I I know her as, but I don't know what I would have said first. This but is I the like age that. thing again. I never watched Sabrina, but Clarissa was one of my favorite shows. Na, 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 na. Okay, now that's, I love Clarissa. That's that's interesting to na, hear, na, hear na, about na. because I would I would identify her as Sabrina. But I'm closer in age to you than I am to these two. Maybe it's a girl thing. Yeah, I don't know. I loved Clarissa Explains It All. It was like one of my favorite shows uh-huh. at that time. Ferguson. Um, yes. Okay, anyway. So, yes, he was on, it was like, it was like heart, it had the word heart in it. I think it was so. like heart to heart or something like It was that. on, um, I think it was on ABC Family before they rebranded to Freeform. Mm. Yeah. So it was like late 2000s, early or, or late aughts. I'm getting used to calling it aughts because that's fucking weird to me. Um, so late 2000s, yeah. yes. early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got you. But he also, well, all three of them were on, um, what was the show? Brotherly Disney? Love. Brotherly, Brotherly Love. Love. Yeah. I, no one remembers that show. And I so distinctly I remember the mom dressing up for Halloween as a piece of gum stuck under a chair. <laughs> and she wore this bright pink suit and a pink helmet and had a chair on her helmet. And she was gum under a chair. I will remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> wow. I, I love that. I just remember Joey's beautiful locks. His oh, hair. He was so handsome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember they all existed together in that. Wasn't Joey a mechanic? Yeah. It was yeah. They, they like were. They garage. like lived yeah. above the mechanic. Above the garage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's the oldest Lawrence brother. Yes. Oh yeah. By Joey, a lot. Mm-hmm. Matthew, Andy. Yeah. And Andy's like yeah. significantly younger than the other two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which is why Oops, in horse baby. sense they like made them so that they were cousins, but they're like many years apart like they actually made them less 
age different than they actually are in real life, but only by a couple of years. Um, it's a little acting trick for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> trick yes. of the trade. <laughs> yeah. But that's Joey is is by a lot the oldest person on this bracket. He's the only person who mm. sort of was like a pseudo adult uh, in mm-hmm. the movies that he was in. Like all the rest of them were like middle schoolers. Uh, but yeah. he was like a college student in horse sense. Mm. Yeah. Love that for him. <laughs> well, tough draw. Getting tough draw Ryan, for Joey Lawrence. Getting Raimai <laughs> in the opening round. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I pretty think this is going to dry. Yeah. But I think the potential, I know Allie took Adam in the first, in the top half, but I think if it's Kirsten Storms versus Ryan Merriman, I think Ryan would win, but I think that's the tightest race Can I pause of the you? bracket. Can I pause yeah. you? Okay. What am I? Wh- how, why am I saying it wrong? Kirsten? Kirsten. No. Kirsten. <laughs> what is going on? Trent, are you feeling okay? <laughs> but I'm. But I feel like I say Kirsten Dunst. Is that wrong? Yes. I don't know how you say her name. Yeah, it's, it's Kirsten. Kirsten. It's Kirsten. It's Kirsten Dunst. Yes. If so it was Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst, it would be K I E R E. Okay, I see. So, so it's, it's just Kerr. Yeah. Like like Kirsten. Like Kirk. Like like Captain Captain Kirk, like but Kirk. you take out yeah. the k- and then add in a stin. <laughs> and then add the stin. Is okay. that going to work for you? Uh, we'll see. I'm sure I'll F it up again. And that's about a trick and, of the trade. And that's one of Allie's really fun word tricks. Oh my God! French night. Oh, what Kirsten. are you doing? <laughs> right. Love that. Love that game. Yeah, I could oh. see Rymai getting the getting the win here against Kirsten. Now nice. that you Storms. say that, I didn't even think. I mean, in my head, I'm like, it's gonna be one two. It's gonna be KJB Kirsten. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, Rymai yeah. could pull that out, and maybe he could potentially win the whole thing. He could. Whoa! Wow! Wow! A Here- total victory for Rymai. I'm about to get on my soapbox again. I also think that there's a factor here. Uh, We've been talking a lot on our podcast lately about how they promote the boy movies and the white movies more than they promote the girl movies and the people of color movies on Disney. Yeah. Or at least they did back in the day. I'm not sure as sure of what they do now. Um, And so like there might be a factor of like, well, I've seen this one more, or I'm more familiar with this mm-hmm. person, or whatever. But I, I'll I'll leave it at that because I've spent plenty of time on our podcast railing about this. So <laughs> fair, um, very fair. Uh, I I think that Ryan will beat Kirsten Storms, but I think maybe I am biased. No, I think you're right. You I love, think I am biased. You love watching him shoot hoops and look at the Irish. Yeah, that's why. You love watching him just drain three saying it like that? You, you love, love when his ears turn pointy? Yeah. <laughs> and he just has, like, his red frosted hmm? tips. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Allie's full doll again. Guys, Allie is full doll, I repeat. Um, full Irish doll. Yeah. Also, he must also really like... that like... old guy. Oh, yeah, the guy who plays the villain or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, do we think Ryan Merriman loves basketball in real life because uh he plays a lot of basketball in both of his movies he loves the hoops he's a hoop, hoop i think dude. he does i bet you he's a maybe celtics he was at the fan. laker game the other day oh oh, oh. maybe wow. wow probably maybe he was at the celtics game last i night. just said I that wish. because of the irish yeah we know <laughs> good lord trent Okay, so who's taking Ryan? Who's taking Rymai over Xenon? Me, reluctantly, me. me. Yeah, I don't Allie. want that. I want this Allie. for Kirsten. I want a. I want a strong women final too. I know. I, do I just too. don't believe in the attorneys at Pod as much as I. Uh, oh, I don't believe in them. I don't oh. believe in them to vote for women. Wow. Whoa. The gauntlet has Let me been thrown. Oh, let me tell you, Allie, I also don't believe in these attorneys at Pod. These guys are out here doing crazy votes all the time. Rarely do we do tournaments about human beings, so I'm trying to think back on tournaments. The, the Chris's. The Chris's, your succession. Guys. Yeah. Succession, yeah. Shiv got out right away, but Jerry, Jerry went to the, to the second round. Yeah, you've done um, a lot of all-dude 
uh, humans. Like you did uh, the, the Chris's, James Bond, James Bond's, the Beatles, James Bond, the Beatles. Oh yeah, the Beatles. Did you do a Harry Potter? Or am I thinking something else? You're thinking something else. No, we've discussed doing Harry Potter because there's eight movies, so we will be doing that. Yeah. It's perfect for a tournament. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is perfect um, for a tournament. Neither here nor there, but uh, yeah. I mean, it depends. Like sometimes. I don't know. The attorneys at Pod, like, sometimes they absolutely pick the wrong winner. Sorry, guys, but you've heard me tell you this before. But then sometimes, like, they will pick such bizarre things during the tournament, but we end up at the final yeah. that we sort of expected. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you just never know, you never know. with these people. Um <laughs> With these attorneys at five. Sounds you like never Sebastian know. Sebastian <laughs> You guys know I do a good Sebastian. Um, we've talked about it before. I just, you know, but I I don't know. Ryan's more iconic to me than Xenon is. But again, that could be me. I hate women. So <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> a hater she is. Okay, so. Then we're we're thinking it's Raimai versus KJB. Yeah, I think so. That's what I think. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got, everybody? I What's think Ryan's gonna win. I okay. So I'm gonna take KJB because I'm gonna hope mm-hmm. that we can get her attention, and that she, she can rally her fans to vote and put her over the finish line. That's what I want to see. Fingers happen. crossed. I love that. I'm going KJB will, too. Okay. And I will third that and say KJB okay. for uh, two reasons. One, to me, she is DCOMs. And I feel like Halloween Town is very synonymous. And obviously, I love Quince. <laughs> two, number two, uh, this episode is coming out the day after Halloween. I'm hoping. Is it the day after? Wow. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I'm hoping people It'll be fresh. might have watched Halloween Town this weekend, and they're gonna ride the KJB train, yeah, all the way to the top. I do have, I do have a memory, a specific memory, and I know you guys will get this. But in the Halloween Town trailer that they used to show when how they would show Halloween, she goes, "Halloween is cool," and I know that the attorneys of Pod can't see me move, but the. The image of her moving her head so much is what has stuck with me. And I just, that had no point other than to mention to mention that. Maybe you remember that too. I can just see the Quince poster so clearly. Oh my I gosh. I don't know why. I yeah. don't know why. Quint is obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed, obsessed. Quince. I didn't know this until now. I don't think I knew this until now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got three KJBs and I'm the holdout on Ryan. Yeah. And happy to be there. And I'm going to put $5 on Adam Wiley. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let's go. Dark horse. Dark horse. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. Let's frigging go. I love that. Cool. If you would like to vote in this tournament, we would love that. We love voting. We We would love that. We love when people vote. (laughs) Um, Here's how the voting is going to go. Of course, this is a eight-seed tournament. So quarterfinal voting will be live from monday november 1st and tuesday november 2nd and then the semi-final voting will be wednesday november 3rd and the finals voting will be thursday november 4th with the winner revealed on a brand new episode of the podcast on friday november 5th if you would like to vote there are a couple ways you can get to the vote center which will allow you to vote number one the uh there's a link to that in the show notes of this podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast click on that bada bing do your votes number two you can go to the tridentnetwork.com slash the dash tourney dash pod that's our webpage. you there's a vote now button that'll take you to the vote center the vote center will take you to the voting for that day or finally you can follow us on any of our social media at the tourney pod uh we post the link to vote there every day and just a final reminder, you got two days to vote in the opening round, so get your votes in. Vote loud, vote proud. Let's go Adam Let Wiley. Let us know who your favorite. Let's go Adam Wiley. <laughs> Coming in for the upset. Don't make Allie lose that $5. Um, I think that's I think that's it in terms of 
logistics and whatnot. I believe so as well. Great. We'll see you tomorrow. Any... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll see me tomorrow. You guys, I've been sitting on a story about my personal relationship with Miracle in Lane 2, and I cannot wait to tell it to you. I told Trent the other day, it's funny, right? It's good. It's a good story. I can't wait to it's hear It's funny. It. Please yeah. tell everyone that it was really funny, the story I told you. <laughs> it's funny, right? Yes. I'm a doll now. Put I'm the gun doll. down. It was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Can't wait to be on D Commentaries. What a dream come true. Um, thank you both so much for being here and doing this with us. I had a blast. I hope you did, too. Yeah. Yes, this was great. Um, so fun. It's, yeah, it's. Yeah, I had a blast. This was so know. much fun. Thanks for um, letting Val spit out the facts and letting me color commentate. It's always really fun. <laughs> That's how it goes, Make baby. A good team. That's how it goes. Make a good team. Look at the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us on this journey called Tourney. Mm-hmm. And remember, may, may the, the thing, thing with the most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the hyphen tourney hyphen pod. The Tournament Podcast is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Friday to find out who won our first era DCOM actor tournament. What's that song? It's stuck in my head. Call me Al. Got it. Paul Simon. Here we go. Would have never. We'll put this at the end of the after everything. We'll put this.